to New Zealand Vegan Podcast, episode 81. I'm your host, Elizabeth Collins. I wanted to, in this, in this week, um, I haven't, I haven't done a podcast for a while. Um, there's a lot going on. Um, I almost feel like I'm talking to friends, actually. (laughs) It's quite nice. Um, I almost do, because I I feel like I have more friends in cyberspace (laughs) than I, you know, than I do, um, I really feel an affinity with people who are, are abolitionists with regard to this advocacy. I just, I just am so grateful to know you're out there. I just don't have any idea how much strength and um, comfort I draw from that. I just draw really great, um, wonderful feelings when I when I see um, all these amazing voices out there it just uplifts me hugely and sometimes you know like I say we I'm not you know I'm not in a war zone or something like that but we have these complicated lives and sometimes things happen and you know you just got to kind of deal with very basic sort of life things um and you know so I might not be um there might be brief might be periods where you know I'm unable to do what I really want to do but I still am kind of like, I still can see all this wonderful, beautiful stuff that's happening, and I'm still part of it, and you know, um, and I just am so grateful that it's out there, I mean, there's so much incredible stuff going on out there, all these voices, it's just beautiful, it's just absolutely beautiful, so thank you all, and, um, but anyway, uh, so today, what I wanted to say, I'm going to try to stay, I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to ramble, because I feel like, um, yeah, I don't want to ramble, ramble, ramble. What I wanted to say was, I have, I was thinking there was a couple of things that happened where I got, I was like, no, wait a minute, you know, there's something wrong with this, and it actually happened a while ago, and I forgot about it. I was, I was, I went very briefly on a, um, on a, on a website with someone who was very, very clearly anti-vegan, um, and made it their mission to be anti-vegan, and um, uh, anti-veganism, I should say, and um. Their argument was based on this really common thing where it's like, they're like, um, you can't uh, say that veganism's a moral or, you know, that it's a deliberate moral act because you are all, um, you know, eating fruit that, and, and mostly they talk about the, 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 the way the fruit is growing, um, the way that the fruit and vegetables are growing, that animals, uh, that wildlife is affected, um, the environment is affected, and as we know, the environment when I talk about the environment, I'm not, I'm, my concern is for the sentient beings in the environment, um, uh, with regard to damage, I mean, I, um, with regard to my own pleasure and things, I like to see beautiful greenery, and I like to see beautiful, um, fields and fresh rivers and things, I enjoy that, but I know that that's life, that that's home, that that's somebody's home, you know, that tree is, is, is full of life, and, um, uh, oh, nothing I'm going to talk about today is insects, because I've just had this really wonderful, um, like other people who've been vegan for a long, long time are probably aware of, of these feelings, but I've only, I've only been vegan for three and a half years and it just gets better and better and better and better. It's, it just does. It just gets better. Um, but anyway, so the, these people who are anti-vegan are like, you can't tell me that, um, you know, my, uh, eating meat, they always call themselves meat eaters and talk about eating meat, um, because that's sort of the default thing. Um, but, um, what they're really meaning is not being vegan, obviously. Um, when they're talking to us anyway, when they're being anti-vegan anyway, because, um, 
otherwise um you know it's meaningless but um that they they say you know you can't say that we're being uh that we're not being moral uh, or that we're being in, we're acting we're acting on any less um we our actions are any less moral because we should try to talk about actions right uh, than yours because you're eating fruit and vegetables where animals um may have been displaced um from the cultivation of them and you know things like that and a lot of people really struggle with that and you know we kind of do because to the animal killed it doesn't make any difference I mean we know that to the individual killed it doesn't make a difference I acknowledge that and my argument has always been and I've talked about this before and a lot of us um, have talked about it before is obviously I agree um, that you know the more vegans the more vegans there are then we will be able to address will be able to address those things it's not to dismiss those things but i can't starve to death i mean they know that we have to eat so these people know the people who say these things like you eat the fruits and vegetables and you know you're not growing them in your backyard and even if you were you'd still be digging up the ground and blah 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 blah. and so they're like so my going and eating animal products and buying animal flesh or buying the milk is 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 just the same because it does you know you you you're so concerned about these individual sentient beings and you don't differentiate because they're very very i mean they they go out of their way to educate themselves about you know about the ethics um so that they can um justify their own um participation and 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 you know um this and so and so a lot of people struggle with that um i don't generally struggle with it because um to me i just say to them um what one of the what I wanted to say, which I hope is useful, because it it doesn't always. Work. I mean, generally, I don't. Um, I think that we really need to be reaching out to people who really care. Um, we do have to. We have to um, choose our um, our time, our usage of time wisely. We do. There are still so many people who care who haven't been reached. So many. Don't get sucked in by trolls. Don't get sucked in by trolls. Randy Sandberg has great advice. We don't have time for trolls right now. Okay, we don't have time for psychopaths right now. You know, we don't have time for naturally violent, you know, disturbed people. Um, they'll suck up your time and energy and you'll do your best to try to talk to them. And meanwhile, there's all these other people who you could be reaching. So that's something to consider. But I very briefly, I encountered this thing. And, and sometimes, no, no, like I say, no matter out of, no matter what, no matter the, you know, what the end result is with that individual interaction, you always learn something about yourself and you always learn something about advocacy in general when you talk to someone about veganism whether it whether you walk away with a bad feeling whether you had a terrible time whether you're shaking like I don't know about anybody else but I have I'm still trying to learn how to control my emotions because I I'm just very very upset you know we, we're all very upset obviously about these things and, and we have to sort of be able to overcome that so sometimes I don't know about other people but sometimes when when things happen and when conversations happen it's just words but it's talking about this horrific it's talking about this you know this holocaust I'll be shake like I will shake like my hands will shake and my heart will beat really fast and stuff like that but that's just sort of the way I've always been whenever there's a a tension or conflict I don't handle it very well but um gosh I am I am actually rambling sorry um but what I, what I was going to say is one of the things that helped me focus was I was having this, I, w- I was just briefly talking to this anti, anti-vegan anti person who was all very smug and stuff, said it was, oh, it was, on, it was on a website. And um, and I re- and I finally got to, I learned, like I'm kind of, you know, as always I'm grateful for the experience because I, what it came down to was I, and I don't know if this is useful and I'm sure there are people who are, who are going to be able to 
sit around and hypothesize and dispute everything I say right now but to me it was really helpful especially when dealing with this kind of thing and especially for myself because I was floundering you do flounder because you don't we really don't want to harm anyone we don't want to harm anyone we don't I mean that's what it's like to really care about and really respect you know and that's what's so hard about about um about being uh, in the minority at the moment um, with the amount of harm that we indirectly cause, whether we like it or not, because a lot of it's out of our hands at the moment. Um, not a lot of it. Not, the majority of it's within our hands. The majority of it is within our hands, but there are some that is not. And we know about those things, you know, the um, the paint and the sidewalks and all the stuff that people love to point out, or, or, or not knowing, like, what happened where your vegetables were growing, unless you are lucky enough to live next to a vegan organic vegetable farm. Okay, I'm not. Um, and so they, 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 they use these things and then they try to um, get take the focus away. But there's, to me, it is about indirect, like there's a difference between indirect and direct. But it, what, it, what it also comes down to is what, what we are opposing, what, what our movement is about right now, at least the way I look at it. We are an anti-slavery movement. We are an abolitionist movement and a non-violent movement. Now, we are in a world that is um, a slave world, and we are the abolitionists. So it's, it is the, the, the key, the thing that I kind of thought to myself when I was going through this, and I was thinking, you know, um, there's something wrong here. You know, there's something wrong with what this person is saying that, you know, my eating vegetables and his eating um, flesh or wearing leather, my, you know, whatever, my, my wearing synthetic products and his wearing skin is all the same. You know, he's like, it's all the same. It's all harm. So, you know, we both win or we both lose, however you want to look at it. And I thought, no, wait a minute. His action is, and I tried to talk about this a little bit on the abolitionist approach forum because I, I, I try to like, there's, you know, because I'm the type of person who has to, um, the thoughts jumble around in my head and as you can tell when they're coming out, they're very, very jumbled. But believe it or not, after I talk about them, they make, I, I make, I feel like I've, I've, I've reached sort of a breakthrough and that's why I do this. That's why I do this thing. That's why I talk to other abolitionists. Um, I'm, I'm more interested in, in, in bettering my own thinking about this so that I can be more effective because that's what I'm geared towards um I enjoy stimulating discussion but I I really am always trying to like hash these things out in my head and I and I hashed it out that I was like wait a minute um this person is participating in slavery because um I know that to the individual animal, whether the individual animal is 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 is, is uh, their their life is taken away by 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 a machine uh, that is uh, you know indiscriminately uh, riding through a field and um, causing havoc um, to them, you know disregard for their life, you know. Um, they, they're not sitting around thinking, well, at least I'm not a slave. You know, they're dying. You know, so it's it's wrong. It's violent, and it and it needs to stop. You know, and I want it to stop. And the way that it's going to stop is we create more vegans, and we start getting vegans who um, are producing the food, and you know, all those things. I've, we've talked about that before. But so so so, 
it's not that it's not deliberate as such. Like they're like it's indirect killing. Well, yeah, I mean it's still. But there's a. But we are an anti. I mean, before we can even begin to address that, we have to address slavery. So, um, I'm not. I'm not saying that it is any less violent to the animals and to that to, to the animals who are being hurt. You know, however many or whatever is happening to them. Um, but as a abolitionist, as an animal rights activist, as somebody who stands up for non-violence, as a moral matter, there is a fundamental difference in the position and in, in, in the, um, the moral action of participating directly in slavery in the, in, in the property status of animals than there is in um, being vegan. So next time, like when, when I when I was talking to this person, it was ages ago that it happened, but it's um, it happens quite a lot. But I I usually don't worry too much about. I mean, I've talked about it so many times before, and we have all these ways of talking about it. There is a different, there is a huge difference between deliberately, but but the key difference is that when you are participating in the commodification and slavery of sentient beings, that is what you are doing when you are buying products that are made out of those beings you are participating in the institution of slavery the institution of um, chattel property of sentient beings which is slavery so I challenge those people you know I say look you know you claim that there's no moral difference why you know I choose not to participate in the institution of chattel slavery I choose not to do that because I'm opposed to um, that as a moral matter. I think that it is immoral. The property status of animals is what we're trying to abolish as abolitionists. I mean, read Gary Francione's work, you know, listen to what he says, listen to his podcast. I mean, I don't understand why it's taking so long, <laughs> you know, for people to latch on to that. But with regard to these naysayers, with regards to these anti-vegans, don't spend too much time, you know, like I say, watch out for trolls. But there's a huge difference, and you could challenge them on it. Now, it wasn't a very satisfying ending, because basically I said to the person, I said, you know, why do you choose to participate? I said, there's a huge difference between just um, being vegan, which you claim is immor- is equally immoral. Well, it's not equally immoral, because... I don't participate in chattel slavery. You are. You're directly participating in chattel slavery, and you know it because you've studied all the arguments. You know exactly that there is an issue about sentience, and you claim to recognize that, um, you know, each animal is an individual and that each animal values his or her life, no matter what that value is to another person, or you know, non-human or human person, that animal values his or her life. You know, is the most valuable thing to them. As my life is the most valuable thing to me, as your life is the most valuable thing to you. So, you recognize that in your because that's your argument. Is like, well, what about the animals that are killed? What about the the habitat that's destroyed that affects individual animals? So you're just immoral. You're immoral. You know, your your veganism is just as immoral as as non-veganism. No, it's not. Why are you choosing to participate in chattel slavery? We're trying to abolish that. Help us abolish the institution of chattel slavery. And then, please, let's all try to live as non-violently and harmlessly as possible once we have recognized as a, as a humanity, as a, as, a, as a species, the value. I, we have, 
you know, mass, I mean, it's, it's, that's why it's laughable. That's why, why, you know, we, we've talked, we've talked about this um, in many different places. And that's why, you know, and that's why people talk about indirect and direct. They say, I'm not going out and buying that, you know, buying animals that are deliberately killed. I mean, they, you know, it's, and, and then people say, well, what difference does it make to the animal? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But there's a huge difference between participating in the institution of chattel slavery, going out and buying the products that you know come from chattel slavery, that you know come from animals that are enslaved then there isn't being vegan and and doing your best to um live you know most of the, the vegans i know um especially well i generally um most of my um uh, conversations with vegans are with abolitionists because i talk to them about advocacy so anyway i hope i hope that makes sense it's like there's a big difference and what i did was i said to the person I've already told you about how the, the, all these all this stuff is happening to the habitat because nobody cares. You know, the vegans care, but we're we're not enough. We don't produce the food. We're a very small part of the population. We try to do our bit as individuals to buy. Um, if we all could, if I don't know any vegan who wouldn't go out of their way to um, buy or create veganic produce if they could. We're just not all in the position to do it yet, but we're gearing towards it. But the bottom line is the vast majority of the food producers in the world, whether they're producing um, tomatoes or, or whether they're producing potatoes, those producers are not vegan. So the last thing, I mean, they, they, they participate in chattel slavery. They buy the skins and the flesh and the, and the other products of slaves. They buy the milks of enslaved babies whose mothers are slaughtered and the babies are slaughtered. So, you know, it's just, it's just laughable to think that, you know, they're, they're considering, um, what what's happening to um, insects and and small mammals and rodents that are uh, you know uh, around their potato farm or whatever like that? They just look at them as pests because they look at animals as things because we live in a world in which animals are property, which is literally the legal and 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 emotional uh, equivalent of a thing, and we know that. And that's why the fundamental point of what we're trying to do, we're an abolitionist movement, so we challenge them on it. Like, yeah, I really feel your pain, you know. I, I feel the same pain as you do about any harm that is caused to any animal by anything that we are using. But there's, why are you participating in chattel slavery and buying the products of the um, enslaved, the property status, you know, um, that that is a, a thing, and then and then what the person did was because I don't care, I don't think that uh, animals count, and I have no moral consideration for them at all. So there you go. It was it was you know they don't care about the <laughs> they don't care about the rodents in the fields. So don't waste a lot of time with them. But you know and other people as well. You can you can point that out to them, and 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 point it out to other other vegans who are trying to be sort of forgiving of people who eat cheese because they say well you know. Uh, what who am I to judge really because you know I buy vegetables and I don't really know how they're produced so you know who am I to judge a person who eats cheese every now and then yeah it's a very big difference very big difference we need to confront that we are an abolitionist movement we're trying to abolish that and so let's really remember that and don't get thrown don't get thrown off don't get taken off course they're always trying to get us to lose focus they're trying to get us to lose direction 
Okay, so that was a revel- it's something that really helped me. Um, I'm hoping, you know, to, to refine it a bit more because there's always a little nuances. Like, you know, people can always find a way to get back at you, but you can really get to the fundamentals. And, you know, don't, you can't lie. There's no point. I mean, I don't lie. I don't say to people, well, you know, I don't lie to people and say, well, I only buy lo- local, veganically grown produce and um, I don't have, and I live in an apartment where I know that the paint is um, purely made out of synthetic, veganic, paint you know that's not chemically poisoning the earth i mean no i mean that's impossible none of us live like that so you can acknowledge that but what's the answer what's the response the response is the same response that there was to those people watching those videos about the indonesian slaughter the response is veganism the response to concern about the environment is veganism the response to concern about the animals that you see in those videos is veganism that is the correct response that is the response that we need to show people um very much in a nutshell um and um the fact that we are opposing the institution of of slavery of 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 chattel property you know read gary francione's work I really recommend it. Um, so yeah, so that was really um, just just because it's just been so for some reason there seems to be so much of it lately, or at least I've been paying more attention to it, or maybe it's just because I've I don't know, but I just see it everywhere. It's like vegans are like, well, you know, you can't be pure because I mean this is vegans as well. It's not even anti-vegans, you know. The vegans do it, and then the anti-vegans are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna really capitalize on that, you know. Um, these statements about how, like, well, you know, nobody's really vegan because da 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 da, and even if you say that you're nonviolent, you're still, you know, your very existence is, is, you know, because you live in a house and the house was da 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 da, and it's like, yeah, you're missing the point. You really, really are. That the point you're really, really missing is that in order to address that, the response is first of all to go vegan if you're not, and second of all to help us abolish the property status of animals. Challenge that, that. They should not be, and, and challenge the, um, the, you know, the fact that animals are viewed as things that we shouldn't use them. Animal use needs to be challenged. Animal use needs to be challenged. And once we've got woken people up to that, then as a collective humanity, we can finally wake up and say, wait a minute, that also, you know, because we recognize the individuality, we recognize the sentience is the only thing you need to be part of the moral community. Every step we take needs to take that in consideration as best we can. And it's a beautiful way to live. It is such a beautiful way to live. I have to tell you, over the last, you know, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, like, it takes people who've been vegan for a long, long time, like years and years and years and years and years, probably, I don't know if they remember this, I don't know, maybe for some people it happens differently, but for me, you know, I still recognize that I have speciesism, and um, I also... I'm fighting against other discrimination that was drummed into me when I was a kid. So I'm always trying to be aware of my own discrimination, my own involuntary knee-jerk discriminations that I have. And um, we all, you know, I just, I'm still, I'm still trying to grow as a person. I'm still working on it. You know, it's awareness. But I gotta say, for example, flies, okay, it's only been in the last couple of months, like I don't kill I don't kill, but it didn't mean that I wasn't speciesist. And um, I also read a lot of stuff about people who say, I, I, I'm vegan because I respect animals, but I don't really like animals. I mean, I don't really find them at all appealing or anything like that. I mean, I find them kind of annoying or whatever, but I respect them and I won't hurt them. And I'm like, that's cool. At least you, you know, you respect them and you don't want to hurt them. That's cool. I'm very, very different. I very much have always been fascinated um, by um, all other animals and I, and I very much get 
I have great uh, they have great appeal to me, but there are certain you know animals that didn't, um, and um, and I and I stopped killing, you know, because um, I have blood on my hands that won't wash off as do we all, uh, but I've had these flies that um, hang have been hanging around in my house. And I grew up in a house where flies were the enemy. Like, I think it was because my parents lived in the tropics. My parents were in Vietnam. Um, and um, I think that when you're in war, flies are... Um, there's just a lot of bad associations with them because of all the open wounds. But anyway, in my house, we have fly screens on every single window and every single door. And if there was a fly in the house, literally, the whole family hunted down the fly and murdered the fly. And I am not kidding. You, if you were a fly and you came into our house, you were dead. We, we killed you. I mean, we hunted you down. And, th and that was because that was what I was like. It wasn't me. I was just a kid and I was taught that. Um, so, and flies, are, you know, they are kind of annoying. I mean, I, I've, I'm reading it. I'm reading my, you know, my book at night and I have a lamp on and the fly will be like, like we're talking like three inches from my head like whizzing around and I'm just waving my hand I'm just waving my hand like go away go away and I noticed I caught myself I caught myself because like I said you become more and more aware and I've been vegan for like three is it three years now or two um let me see three and a half years now and I have these flies that were living in my house for a while because I don't have any fly screens on you know my windows and doors and um they all they would just be like sitting there minding their own business like on a paper towel roll or just sitting on the curtain and i would just wave my hand at them anytime i saw the flies i would wave like go away go away i mean i i did like until ve it was only very recently where i was coexisting with these flies and i was like and I know that, you know, there's, there's these things people tell you about diseases and things like that. But, the, you know, if you really think about it, I mean, I keep my house pretty clean. Or I try. Sometimes I don't do the dishes or whatever for a couple of days. But there's not an infestation. I don't have maggots hatching. You know, I don't, I don't sort of create a situation where um, there's any kind of mass colonization by insects in my house. And I'm lucky enough to live in a place where it doesn't sort of happen spontaneously anyway, no matter what. I mean, there's some, I guess there's some countries you live where it's just part of life. But if I lived in those countries, I hope now that with this sort of new awakenings that I have, that I, as, as I'm getting, as, as like I say, it gets better and better. So I've, I finally was like, wait a minute, you know, fly, you know, I would look at flies like it was a fly, like an it, like this, uh, a fly, like, you know, I wouldn't look at, at, at them as, as, as persons, you know. And I know some people don't think insects are sentient, or at least they don't know, but I think they are. <laughs> I really do. Um, I know they are, actually. But anyway, and I stopped, and I suddenly was telling myself, and I was telling myself this for a while, I was like, stop being speciesist towards the flies. And, and I, I wouldn't, this is not a conversation I would have with someone when I was trying to talk to somebody who was not vegan about veganism, but I... I to me, it's like, if, if anybody happened to listen to this and they weren't vegan, I'm not in any way, like, ashamed or I don't think there's anything weird about what I'm saying. 
at all. I mean, what's weird is our incredible hatred and intolerance to all, uh, and indifference to all other lives, and our thinking of, of living beings, sentient beings as things, you know. That's what's weird to me now. But anyway, so I've, I've, just, I've just developed this really wonderful awakening. And I know Trisha, um, one, of the, one of the peoples who writes about this, this a lot, uh, and I really do appreciate it, and I, and, and I always really appreciated it, but I didn't really, I, I knew that I hadn't quite, I, I recognized that, 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 that insects and, and, other, and other beings, you know, had a right not to be prejudiced, you know, be, have prejudice against them. But Trisha Roberts, Trish Roberts from Live Vegan and, um, and from Lobster, um, she often writes things about insects, um, about how, you know, and, and I do all those things. I have a little insect, um, you know, I have a, a non-harming, um, I mean, coexisting with, with insects has is, is never really been a problem f- f- for me in a ma- major way um, since I became vegan. But I still recognize that I was, I was speciesist against, these, against the flies. And now it was so cool because I finally broke through it. I find there was one more awareness where I was like, and I'm, you know, I'm teaching myself to not be speciesist towards them. Um, and I'm try- and I'm and I'm I'm recognizing the 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 arrogance that I have um, that I'm uh, you know <laughs> acting as if you know they how dare they you know fly around in my space you know and things like that because they would just I would just get very annoyed by them. One of the beauties about this sort of awakening is I'm not annoyed by them anymore. Like I say, I we don't I don't have to deal with 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 um, enormous amounts of of of, of things that in some countries they might have to so so this is this is only my perspective and my experience and i literally don't know what what it's like to live in a place that's with um lots of little um um insects everywhere all the time um i would hope that um i would have this awareness about it because now you know they're individuals and 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 um i'd like to say that i kind of got to know them Or at least I stopped hating on them just for being who they were, what they were, which was, you know. So now when they're in my house and stuff, I leave them alone. Because I wouldn't leave them alone before. Like, there would be a fly just minding his or her own business, washing their little legs or whatever it is. And every, it was just a knee-jerk reaction to me to wave at them really quickly because you can really wave really quickly at flies and they're so incredibly quick and they're just so aerodynamically onto it that you just can't get them i mean i'm never worried about accidentally hurting them whereas little spiders and things you have to be very very careful but flies i'd just be like my hand would just go out wow and i mean like the fly would just be doing nothing i'd just be walking into the kitchen and i'd see the fly and bam i'd wave my hand like get away and i stopped doing it and it was just one more part of me one more part of intolerance one more part of irritation unnecessary irritation that i got rid of and i started to really look and i was like you know wait a minute let me just take a look and I watch them now, and I take joy, and just, you know, there'd be like five or six, and they'd be buzzing around, and landing on things, and, um, I, like I say, if you keep, if you keep the food, if you keep the dishes washed with water, and you don't allow build-up of, of things, you know, they're really not going to come around too much anyway, but they'll live in your house, you know, for a few days, and, um, I appreciate them now as much as I appreciate other insects that I like, and I actually like them now. So, it's, uh, I just can't explain it. It just happened very recently where I, 
where I woke up to that because I, I do I do very much a lot of insects really do appeal to me and I think they're really awesome and if you've ever seen photographs of insects close up I mean I don't care how small somebody is it doesn't mean that I mean it's just scale I mean there's like sperm whales to, to, to them we're just little insects and we to us we're this entire being so I mean I don't care how small in the scale of the universe there's no such thing as big or small it's just all infinite you know but anyway so I just want to share that because I hope that other people get there because life is so much more pleasant when you stop letting when you stop when you get rid of this sort of the things that you were taught to, to think of as wrong or annoying or bad now obviously you know mosquitoes can carry deadly diseases and bite you and things like that and I don't have to deal with that here I don't have to deal with clouds of, of, of mosquitoes clouding the air that you're breathing them and they're all over your face I mean there, there are places in the world where humans really aren't supposed to be living <laughs> you know our physical we don't have hair to protect us against the mosquitoes you know and things like that um, and I'm really I don't know I don't know what that's like so I can't comment on that but I can I mean with I don't I I um I take mosquitoes outside. Like I get one or two or three and I just take them back outside and I just no, I don't I just don't I don't kill. But um um but so yeah, I take mosquitoes outside and, and I look at them and, and I look and you and if you ever were fascinated by science shows, like people watch the Discovery Channel and they watch TV shows that do studies of insects, and they're so fast. I mean, people will watch it and be like, wow, that's really cool. And they look around the house, and they could be watching it live and just leaving them alone and just watching them. So now I just watch them. I tell you, I watch, I, when, when, I, when, the, when, I, when I see a fly, I don't just wave my hand, and they kind of calm down a bit too, because every time I come around, I'm not waving my hand out really violently at them. I just walk past. So they're not, I don't know, it's hard to explain but I just have this much better awareness and peace and, and, and I'm hoping to be able to, to just grow and grow and grow until um, I have a way of being peaceful um, and um, I'm still working on it but it was such a beautiful thing it happened literally over the last I would say month where I finally overcame that I finally enjoyed I finally stopped disliking flies um, because I disliked them I always did, um, and now I actually like them. Now, like I say, if you never end up liking, you know, certain animals or whatever, um, as long as you respect them and don't think that you have a right to kill them, you know, or hurt them or do something else to harm them, um, I'm not going to try to convince you to, to like them. But it's very nice for me to like them because I very much feel like it's a, almost a privilege and a joy I mean if sometimes you get terrified I know there are these I just saw a video that um, a good friend of mine Renata posted about the new um, about the nuclear disaster in Japan and just the basic fundamentals of nuclear fallout and the and the the costs of this nuclear energy and, and what's really you know the contamination and the things like that and and um, the poison, you know, and even just general knowing about the poison that we're doing to the earth, that I value, I value life infinitely, like I just, I value it so infinitely, um, down to every last little um, fly, and smaller, 
Um, there's all kinds of little flying creatures in the world, and they're so small, and they're they're all around. And when I see them, I enjoy. I say, "Wow!" And I look at them. And um, whereas before, I would have wanted them to just get away from me for whatever. I mean, they wouldn't even do anything to me. Um, it's just habit. It's just this habit of of hubris, I think, and and violence that we brought up with. And it's really nice to break through it. And it's and it happens in stages. To me, it's been happening in stages. Um, and I still have a long way to go. But I just wanted to share that with you. It was so. It's been so cool. It's I just. It was this really cool experience that I had. I've been. Uh, just because I had I had these you know I had a bunch of flies in here and and. And I thought, wait a minute, something's wrong. This this needs to change. You know, I need to stop um, being negative towards. I mean, they're not even doing anything. <laughs> they're just sitting there. Why am I, why am I being violent towards them? And it was just habit. And um, and there's no need. And now, you know, I look at them, and you know, they're actually really interesting. And they clean themselves, and they're very flexible, and they clean their eyes. And um, I don't think they're ugly. Um, but I just very much enjoy just leaving them alone. Uh, just leaving them alone. There's such a beauty in just leaving beings alone. It is not my place to interfere with them. Um, I share this world with them. It's coexisting, you know. Um, and uh, I'm finally learning how to really, really how to coexist. Like I say, I have it very easy. I live in a city. I don't have to. So, you know, look, I'm not going to make apologies anymore for that. I've repeated myself a million times that this is my experience. But I would like to think that no matter where life takes me, no matter what happens, even in my last moment, no matter what, no matter where I am, no matter what, that I, if my eye catches any living being or even a swarm of them that I just appreciate the wonder that we are at this beautiful planet and this amazing universe that, that I'm in and that I I just be um, in it and I'm trying really hard to get there and, and it's just a process but part of it is that and, um, and it is, is really um, it's liberating Getting rid of, of of unnecessary prejudice is liberating as a, as, a, as a being. And you just feel, it just gets better and better. I just, oh, sometimes I just want to, like, it's really hard. I'll t- last thing I'll talk about today is something that happened um, where somebody um, was talking to me. And um, I... I was saying, oh my god, I was reading aloud in a magazine, it was an organic magazine, supposedly, and they were talking about um, food, with the typical, complete, I mean, the ignorance of our, you know, the, the, as you know, as vegan, like, I, I went vegan because of non-violence, because of not wanting to, you know, because of, of, of respecting animals, that was what made me go vegan, and it wasn't until I became vegan that I learned that it was healthy. I, I I just I learned about that afterwards. But no matter how you learn about that aspect 
of it. Whether you learned about it first, like some people, they went vegan because of that, and then they learned, oh my gosh, it's actually more than that. Or you go vegan because you're like, oh, I don't want to take part in the violence, and and then you say, oh my gosh, and it's actually really healthy. However, whichever way it comes, when you learn about it, you're just shocked, and then you look around and you read these articles. And I was reading an article about butter and how butter is actually, it's actually really healthy, and it has soluble molecules and all the stuff about butter. And I was like, and I said out loud. And I didn't, I was alone, I thought I was alone reading this magazine. Um, and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe what I'm reading. And I just, I talk a lot, as you can imagine, when I, even when I'm by myself. And um, I just talk a lot all the time, I can't seem to shut up. And so the person walked past and they heard me say that and they said, oh, what? What's up? You know, they were interested, like, oh, what do you, you know, what? And it was unexpected and I didn't, um, but... When I'm asked, you know, I'm going to say it. So I said, oh, this this article I'm reading is, tell, I said, you know, it just astonishes me now that, I, now that I've learned. I said, it just astonishes me that people, that, that, that the, you know, industry and that, that people actually still think, animal, you know, butter is good for you. I said, I'm reading, I basically said, oh, I'm just, I'm reading this article and it's saying, and it's saying butter is good for you. And, um, and the conversation got going and, um, and I only had like three minutes, literally, and so they said, well, so we talked a little bit about butter and I said, oh, um, you know, well, I'm vegan. I said, look, I went vegan for not because of nonviolence, but what, after going vegan, I've learned all this stuff about nutrition. And I said, it just blows my mind. It just blows my mind to read these things. I said, I can't believe it. And then they, they brought up the cavemen. They said, well, what do you think about cavemen? We, you know, and I said, well, you know, I, th- I really truly believe that um, the reason that, um, cause I, cause I really very quickly, took a win away from the butter and start I said oh look I'm reading about butter and I said um um I said it's uh, you know I I'm vegan and the reason I went vegan is because of non-violence and after that so I really made that the central and, and the person actually got very upset and um said um well I think I eat ethically um and I didn't say anything about the individual you see like no matter what you do people are, are going to make it about themselves because you're talking about things they're doing and people really, it really hurts them and it really scares them to hear these truths. Um, sorry, but it's truth hurts and we've got to do it. But um, as you know, so as anybody knows who's advocated reasoners, but it's always very, very empowering to, it's the right, I mean, it's the most effective to talk about the fundamentals, get right to the core, nonviolence and veganism. Don't dumb it down. Don't, you know, just, oh gosh, just trust me, you know trust me try it try it and so anyway so we got down to the to the to the thing and then they said well i i i um uh i the experience was interesting because um it was we had didn't have a lot of time and i was like okay i have to make a really quick impression so i said um there's a book about the called the china study and i said you know da 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 cows you know we should be weaned blah 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 but i kept bringing it back to like you know veganism nonviolence and and that's why i know this the reason that i'm sitting here telling you this stuff is cuz i've researched it and the reason i researched it is cuz i went vegan and i found out about it and then they and then the last thing they said was oh they said something like well i i eat ethically i i like milk and i eat meat and i think i eat ethically and i said um I mean, I I wish I had, sometimes I could stand outside myself and look at my facial expressions because um, I must have had a look on my face where I was kind of th- thinking, eat ethically, okay. And and then they said, you know, I don't think it's violence what we're doing to animals. Um, 
And then they said, but she said, but, but I'm open to hearing about it. I'm open to changing my opinion. Those were literally her words. But, but I've never really thought about it, she said, and I'm open, I'm open to changing my opinion. And I literally had 30 seconds left before I had to go. So I said, well, um, I said, if you, if you get to the point, I said, it's not about diet, but in order to know why it's unnecessary what we're doing to them, you have to know that you don't need to eat them and we don't need to wear the skins. And I said, like, in the bottom line is, we don't need to eat animal products and we don't need to do any of that. So I said, we're, it's unnecessary. And I said, so that's the fundamental. And I said, we're slaughtering them, we're torturing them, we're ending their lives. And she, the person literally said, stop right there. And tears came to her eyes. And she said, I'm getting really upset. And she walked away. And um, I said, oh, I'm sorry. And that was literally what I said, because I, I had said, you know, we, I said, we don't need to eat them. We don't need to, we, you know, wear them. I said, once you figure that out, then you realize that un it's unnecessary what we're doing to them. And I said, we're torturing them. We're slaughtering them. We're ending their lives. And I talk about it so much that I, I guess I, I forget that some people really have never, ever thought about it. And I have to remember what it was like for me when I woke up, when I realized that, when it all hit me. It was huge. And she literally said, stop right there. Those were the exact words. And this was today. And I said, and I thought, oh, okay, um, good. I was like glad, I, I was thinking, I'm glad that this person is, is obviously this person is really cares and this is somebody who's really going to think about this. And I was very, I, I mean, I, I don't deliberately want to hurt people or upset people, but when people don't get upset is when you have to worry. Um, so yeah, and then she said, I, I'm getting upset. This is really upsetting. And then she just walked away. I um, literally just couldn't handle it. And um, I thought, okay, so that's the first step of, um, you know, let's see what happens with that person, what goes on in their minds. But it was—I just thought it was interesting. Um, but it was—it was a little bit an interesting experience because I thought, you know, I need—if I learn to read people better. Um, obviously, this person's very sensitive. That was very um, strong for them. Um, so, um, I mean, I don't—I feel like that this is the type of person who's going to be thinking about it. I hope that this isn't what somebody who just closes their mind off and just says, no, 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 I don't want to know, don't want to know, don't want to know. We'll see. But I just thought it was interesting that it just went so quickly. Like they got very upset um, very, very quickly. And I wasn't deliberately trying to accept them. I was just I was just stating facts. We do slaughter them, we do torture them, and we do end their lives. Um, that sounds like really, really strong language. But guess what? That's what we're doing. I mean, those are like the basic most sort of that's like the most kind of objective description of what we're doing to them people are like you're using emotive language you're using emotive language you, and I'm like emotive language it is an accurate description factual description of what we're doing um, I'm sorry I'm not gonna pretty it up you know that's what we're doing to them slaughter we're slaughtering them this called a slaughterhouse okay um, torture is torture. If it was humans, we would say it was torture. So why am I going to pretty it up and say that it's not torture when it is? So it's not emotive language. It's facts. It just so happens that the facts are so unbelievable, so horrific, so emotive. I didn't make them that way. I'm not the one, you know, I didn't go around making it up. 
you know I wish it wasn't this way so I'm not deliberately using emotive language I'm telling it like it is the truth is we are torturing and slaughtering animals if you don't like that truth then I'm sorry that's the truth I mean I'm not going to say we are treating them bad you know it's bad treatment no 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 it's torture I'm sorry and I'm not just being over the top emotive I'm sorry but I'm just not and we know that it's fact you know it's fact so I'm sorry if it sounds emotive uh, but it's just the truth and the truth is really 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 painful because it's so horrific but anyway I didn't deliberately want to set anybody and you know I wasn't like and I say we because I consider myself to be part of it you know but it was just interesting I've never actually I think the last time I had I've never had that reaction where I was just sort of generally talking I didn't even like talk about I didn't say to that person you need to think about getting weaned or something I was like we all need to be weaned I was like we're fully grown mammals you know why are we drinking cow's milk and stuff and it's very nondescript but then the person will say I drink cow's milk they know that you're talking about them you know um, but I just kept saying away but then um, that was the way that um, they reacted and I thought it was interesting um, I did say sorry uh, because it's just a normal, especially in New Zealand, I'm trying really hard not to fall back into the New Zealand habit of saying sorry for every single sentence. But they were very upset, and I and I thought, oh, I've, I didn't mean to upset you, you know. Um, and obviously sensitive people are very sensitive, and I know what it's like to be sensitive. So, But she didn't allow me to comfort her or anything, because she, she just walked away. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there. But it is torture and it is slaughter. And um, we are ending their lives. So it's not about Indonesia and it's not, it's not about uh, throat cutting versus stun gunning, as we know. So anyway, gosh, I don't even remember anything I just said. But um, there's so much incredible, so many incredible people out there. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Um, and so many wonderful, too many to list. Everybody knows who they are. And um, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. This is just personal, like, thank you, because I am very, very grateful to know that you're there. <laughs> I draw, I just really love it. So, um, shout outs to all of you wonderful people who are doing all these amazing things. And, um, I will be back. Uh, and thank you so much for listening and putting up with my rambles. And I hope to have guests on soon and, um, all that. All right. I'll be back. Bye.